What does it mean to be mortal? What does it mean to die? I'm Brandy Stossel Ralph, and this is the Dark Society Podcast, curated with themes of death, the afterlife, religion, the occult, science, pop culture, haunting stories, and beautifully tragic realities. Welcome, Dark Dreamer. Enter this labyrinth of dark and peculiar stories that pose questions concerning death and our imminent mortality. Let us explore the crossroads of death and the spiritual. Hi there. This is the first episode of the Dark Society podcast, and I have so much that I want to share with you as we progress. I want to give you a little primer in this first episode so you know what you're getting into. You are probably here because you have a dark curiosity or perhaps you are interested in conversations about death, religion, and that which the collective considers a cult. So either way, welcome. There will be no shortage of dark topics in the realms of death, the spiritual, the supernatural, and the spooky or downright creepy. There are no limits on the hidden topics we can explore throughout time, past, present, and future. Let what is secret be revealed to us. I'll share my research on topics such as cemeteries, crypts, the process of embalming, near-death experiences, cremation, spiritualism and seances, deities of death, and much more. It's going to be steeped in ritual and myth, and I'm going to dive deep, finding interesting pop culture connections, and I'll pose deeper questions about our relationship to myth and ritual and our relationship to death. So why death and religion of all things? They always say, do what you love, right? I am a licensed mortician in my state, and I am finishing up my bachelor's degree in religious studies as I record this. I am interested in the intersection of death and religion, which to me includes the study of atheism, secularism, paganism, or other spiritual practices. I'm a naturally inquisitive and reflective person, and I fancy myself a bit of a storyteller. Perhaps my own complex story has provided a unique lens through which I can process the world around me and be a positive example for others. We all have a unique perspective, and there are as many ways of processing reality as there are human beings on the planet. I am particularly interested in seeking these distinctive viewpoints. This podcast is meant to be an unbiased examination of perspectives, but I can only separate myself so far before I'm giving a book report style presentation. I prefer to speak candidly with intention, yet leave room for speculation and inspiration on all of these themes. I want these beautifully tragic subjects to resonate on a deeper level for you as they do for me. So I will weave in my own stories to make each topic relatable and more palatable. What does it mean to be mortal? What does it mean to die? 
I pose these questions at the beginning of each episode because they are uncomfortable inquiries that bring forth polarized responses. We are in an age that is uncomfortable with death, and we only truly think about it when we are forced to deal with it. This comes in the form of a loved one or a beloved pet dying, and we are required to make the arrangements and be present at the funeral. We usually perceive death as depressing, unbearable, gross, morbid, and disturbing. And we are often repulsed and threatened by it. Even having conversations, are, they repulse us and threaten us. But death just is. It's a happening that disrupts the fabric of our entire lives. But it will still happen. It's inevitable. We cannot escape its grasp. We have plenty of euphemisms and figures of speech to soften the blow of the absolute truth. And contrary to what we think we can handle, we do not deal well with absolute truths. Some of these euphemisms include passed away, departed, slipped away, called home, final resting place. In colloquial English, we say six feet under, pegging out meeting one's maker, going to a better place, and giving up the ghost. Our language around death is quite interesting to observe, and I will likely explore this from time to time. So, death is final, unless there is a continuation in the form of an afterlife. The physical relationship with the one who has died is severed. The period of grief is marked as a liminal period for the one who has died, but most apparently for the ones who live on without them. It is a threshold. Your life before the death is drastically different from your life after. This is why rituals are deployed throughout the weeks following the death, throughout the year following the death, throughout life following the death. Death is often traumatic, if not for the dead person, for the grieving. It is often an abrupt disturbance in the way of life. It disturbs your sense of reality, and it often alters the course of the rest of your life. Even if it's not a sudden death, the absence of a significant person in your life is quite distressing. It haunts you over and over with every major milestone in life. There is a series of firsts. The first day without that person, the first week, the first month, year, the first major family gathering, the first birthday, the first wedding. It's cyclical. It ebbs and flows. Loss can be both eminent and transcendent. And what I mean by that is it's so close. It's so visceral. We feel it long after the loss has occurred. But it's also transcendent because there are times when we forget about it and then it comes back and we feel bad that we forgot about that loss. It's also so hard to describe that it's very transcendent from our vocabulary. We we have a hard time describing it without using euphemisms. So loss is eminent and transcendent. In short, mortality unites us. We are all connected by death. Yes, we all die, and yes, we all lose those we love to death. 
Whatever your reaction to this podcast is, is perfectly normal. The emotional element of death is significant. Now, I have learned about and observed grief extensively. That being said, I am neither a counselor nor a therapist, so please seek guidance through your own grief cycles from a professional. I do want you to know that the space that I am inhabiting in the ether will be sensitive to the grief process. There may be times this podcast makes you uncomfortable. It is designed to provoke how we all think about death and even life, how we react to it, and how we repress how we feel about it, the natural, the gruesome, and the unspeakable. It is important to express these emotions, and it is equally important to have a support system and take care of yourself while pondering your own death or the deaths of those around you. And that's where seeking professional help comes in. I'm not going to shy away from topics and censor the reality because of controversy, but I will make an effort to talk about them eloquently. Life is complex, and we are complex beings. Take what you like from my stories and leave the rest. I just enjoy perpetuating difficult conversations. As is in my nature, I'm going to leave you with some questions, possibly more than you had at the beginning of this episode. What do the eerie stories about death and the unknown tell us about ourselves? Why do we repress our emotions about death and that which is hidden beyond the veil? Do we gain anything by pushing death as far away from us as we can get it? Tune in next time to go deeper into this labyrinth of dark stories. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Dark Society podcast. I hope I have ignited your own morbid curiosity and that you wish to explore the darker topics of life and death on your own. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please consider taking the time to submit a review. I appreciate you and your support. For more macabre content, follow the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at DRK Society. For questions and comments, you can email me at darksocietypodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, dark dreamer.